This podcast episode is brought to you by The Cry Lounge. The Cry Lounge is an independent publishing company founded by this podcast host, Bonnie Orbison. The Cry Lounge transfers your daydreams onto paper. With two book releases the past two years, they are preparing to extend their service to other authors and other creators. To get more details and support this show, there's a link in the description you can check out. The Cry Lounge looks forward to meeting you. Welcome everyone to a new episode of Bonnie's Legends. I'm Bonnie Orbison and I'm going to present you every week, every Monday, one of my legends. This week's legend is called Zeppelin and I accidentally discovered her and unaccidentally, I don't know if this word exists, texted her to be my podcast and she immediately said yes and here we are. Zeppelin is a singer, model and photographer nearby London. You will probably hear her accent and for the first time maybe you will hear that I don't have a British accent. My accent is, is, yeah, I have probably... A mix of a little bit British, a lot American, and maybe sometimes a little bit German. Hmm. Where does that come from? Jokes aside, have fun listening to our conversation because Zeppelin and I, we had a lot of fun. A lot of fun. You'll hear it. Have fun. Hello. Hello. Good. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good too. Thank you for being my guest. That's okay, my pleasure. Thanks for asking me. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Zeppelin, singer, musician, and producer, right? Well, I'm, I'm all right at production. I wouldn't say I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I try. <laughs> Getting better. <laughs> I discovered you accidentally for the cover of uh, I Lost a Friend by Phineas. I love the song oh. and I love the cover. And I immediately texted you if you want to be my podcast. That was really like immediately. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. It's a really good song, so it's, uh, yeah. And you have an amazing voice. Oh, you have amazing you. voice. <laughs> I like covering songs that boys have sung. I don't know why. I think it's a, it's a good range. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I ask you 16 random questions. I ask them every guest. So, what's your full name? My full name? Oh, no. <laughs> I hate my middle name. Uh, it's Rachel Helen Wilkinson. <laughs> you hate Helen. <laughs> I don't know. I just wish it was something cooler. <laughs> yeah, but I can tell you. Hmm? I offended people now. I don't really hate it. I just. <laughs> I can tell you that my first book, which will come out in one month, I almost called my character, my main character, Helen. But then oh, I well, changed the name. And then so, yeah. <laughs> it's not so bad then. I won't complain. <laughs> <laughs> When's your birthday? The 3rd of August. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say the rest of it. <laughs> No, that's okay. That was 1994. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> Favorite color? Purple. <laughs> Do you have any pets? Pets. I have three cats. Oh, but one of them is probably going to try and make it sway in. I wouldn't be surprised. There's Asma and Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so a cat lady? 
Oh yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah. I, I would. It's not cool, is it, cat lady? But I, I'm a self-professed cat lady. Yeah. I love cats. Yeah. Help My it. sister <laughs> has two cats too, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from? Hertfordshire in England, outside of London. So. Okay. <laughs> Favorite food? Ooh. That's really hard. I love food, but you know, if, but if I had to, if, if someone like forced it out of me with a lie detector, it'd probably be spaghetti bolognese, which is really boring, probably. But I love spaghetti bolognese. Yeah, <laughs> I totally agree with that. <laughs> it's so comforting, isn't it? It's like, what should I eat? Yeah, ah, there's always a bolognese in the freezer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Favorite song or a song what follows you for your whole life? Uh, Lover, you should have come over by Jeff Buckley. <laughs> favorite artist Ooh. it can be painter musician or actors oh wow you're putting actors in there as well crikey <laughs> ah, that's really difficult can i oh can i do so jeff buckley obviously and then like current day favorite artist is probably banks because i love banks an actor would be tom hanks yeah <laughs> <laughs> i have to put three in i can't pick i'm indecisive it's okay favorite film Oh, I really struggle with this one. People always ask me this and I just, oh, I love Pixar movies, which is lame. So I yeah. love like Up and I love Coco. Coco is one of my favorite films, but then I also love war films like 1917 and I love The Joker. I know they're like really recent. I love them, but then I also love like Shawshank Redemption and Saving <laughs> Private Ryan and stuff. It's really difficult. I don't know. Oh, okay, no, I will. Oh, what's it called? I posted it the other day on my story. Ah. <laughs> Oh, it's going to come back to me and it's going to, it's going to, oh my God. A Time to Kill, it's all A Time to Kill. It's got Matthew McConaughey in it. It's amazing. Especially yeah. one to watch right now. Yeah, and Matthew McConaughey is, is a great actor. <laughs> the end scene, just, just watch it just for the end scene. It's literally harrowing. You're like, <laughs> so good. <laughs> Favourite book? Favourite book, uh, Tess of the Durbervilles. What languages can you speak? <laughs> just English, sadly, I'm embarrassed. I know a little bit of German and a little bit of Dutch because my brother-in-law is from Holland. I'm and German. One thing in a spin. Oh, are you? Okay, so how could, okay. Oh, should I embarrass myself and do some German? <laughs> Maybe not. Okay. <laughs> Anything good. What's your most used word or phrase? Uh, it's not really a word or a phrase, but I do this a lot. Ah, oh, that counts. Yeah, that counts. Ah, <laughs> ah. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you still have any music on vinyl or cassettes I've, there's a lot of vinyl downstairs yeah i don't know if i still have cassettes i wish that i did sort of i have one <laughs> i have one what is it yeah uh it's a soundtrack i don't know i got it from christmas like this game where we the classmates give you get presents and you have to, to choose one and that was a cassette i can play it but i have it <laughs> nice i don't even yeah. know a cassette if I, if I had a cassette, I wouldn't know where to play it, to be fair. Yeah, exactly. Do you sing in the shower? Oh, yeah. It's the best place to sing. It's got natural reverb. Yes. You get there are people in the house sometimes, so yeah. They're probably not a fan. <laughs> What's the first thing you do in the morning? Like, your morning ritual? I have a cup of tea. <laughs> I have a cup of tea, and I think, what can I do today? And generally, it's something music-related. And then I'll go yeah. for a walk. I, I tend to go for a walk in the morning now. I used to do it at the end of the day. But I go for a walk just to clear my head, mm -hmm. respond to emails, respond to people. And then I sort of crack on with 
the task that I've got that yes. day. And then I sometimes go for another walk. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your legend? Ooh. Oh, I'd like to say Jeff Buckley again, but I'm going to have to go with Stevie Nicks or Lindsay Buckingham for that. Stevie Nicks is also great. You have a framed picture of Jeff Buckley, right? Oh yeah, it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I'm making everything fall down. Oh dear. Well, I've created havoc. Ignore me. It's all right. I sorted it out. <laughs> I don't know whether that's his signature or it's the, I think that's the artist that painted it. Yeah. I'd like to see the signature, but it's not. We'll pop in there. He, not, he makes an appearance in all my videos. <laughs> yeah, I have also a James Dean framed picture. I got it from Christmas once. I like him. He's a legend, but I'm not having a crush on him or something and I don't know why I got it as a present but uh, maybe the picture is beautiful yeah it's still cool, it's a cool picture to have to be fair <laughs> yes okay so let's start now the, the main questions ah. um, <laughs> when did you start singing when did you discover your voice or the music in genre um I mean I've been singing my whole life I went to a Saturday school where you do sort of like singing, dancing and drama. And I did that for a long time. So I took part in loads of um, performances, plays. I was Eponine in Les Mis, which was fun. And then I guess secondary school, I got serious about it. I started realizing, oh, I'm, I'm actually, I'm all right. Maybe I could um, do this. Maybe I can write some songs. I started writing songs when I was about 13. They're, they're rubbish. Some of them are all right, actually. I looked back on them the other day and I was like, do you know what? I could probably use some of these now. <laughs> so I started writing and then I started entering sort of the talent competitions at school, which was good. And then, yeah, just since then, I've just absolutely loved it. I left school, went to university, started a band while I was in university. Ivy and Gold, people are probably familiar with that still. <laughs> it's still on Spotify. It still gets quite a lot of plays. I don't know how, but I don't know who's listening to it, to be honest. And then, um, yeah, that didn't, you know, didn't go the way I wanted it to. And then I started Zeppelin. So it's been a constant my whole life singing, to be fair. <laughs> that yeah. was a long old time, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. What were your influences? My parents were big influence, influences, probably on the path I took, purely because they're so into music. You know, my dad used to put records on the vinyl, he used to put vinyl every Sunday. And he had speakers all throughout the house, so you couldn't really escape <laughs> it. And I was just like, no, I love this. And I had to harp on back, but like Led Zeppelin, um, Jeff Buckley, Fleetwood Mac, Steely Dan, there's so many, Tori Amos. I was just constantly on repeat every Sunday and I just fell in love with it. Um, so they were my main inspirations when I was younger. And then obviously you grow up and you, you start listening to more current music. So it's, yeah, yeah. it sort of came from my parents and then the music they showed me was really inspiring. And I just fell in love with it. I think you, <laughs> you have it in you, then it comes out. <laughs> yes. Did your parents make music? Did they already make music or no? No, my mum sounds like a drowning cat when she sings. So I don't care that I said that, it's, it's awful. <laughs> my, yeah, my mum will kill me if I say this, but I can relate to this. <laughs> it's not good, it's like, nah! oh. <laughs> my, dad, my dad, I don't know, I think he's all right. He, he tries to play the guitar, bless him. Okay. Um, it, I think it's my nan, my nan's brother was really good at singing and my mum's dad's Dad, I think it was my mum's dad's dad. So there's a few people in the family that are good. <laughs> How or when did you realise that music is going to be your passion? You already said it, like with the university, the bands, and was that like that moment where you knew that's my job? I think it was a hobby for a long time. 
and then when I got in the band obviously I was like wow and it was doing well like from the outside it was you know we did a lot of really cool things and I thought oh this could actually be my job mm-hmm. and then I was like I don't want to do anything else you know I did try to do other things I went in and out of jobs and I was never happy because really I just want to be doing music so probably in about 2013 14 I realized like ah, maybe before then yeah. <laughs> but before that I was just like oh. I'll be lucky if this turns into like an actual job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how did you start then making music after the band? What, the Zeppelin music? Yes. So I teamed up with a good producer and a long-term friend and he, he told me what equipment to get. So I got it and I started sort of doing some songs. Then I took them to him and he was like, oh, these, these are good. So then he produced them up, he co-wrote them with me and did some of the top line, I mean. And then I was like, oh, these are actually really decent. And he was like, oh, no, they are really good. And I figured, do you know what? I'm going to release them. I'm going to start a whole new brand, I guess you could call it, because I'm not called Zeppelin. My name's Rachel, but that's not yeah. cool. So I came up with the, oh, Zeppelin's cool. And then just released them. I didn't really have a plan. I released the first one. It did sort of, people were like, oh, this is good. The second one did better. And then the third one, I did a whole video around, and it's just mm-hmm. sort of built in. So that's how, that, that's how Zeppelin sort of came about. <laughs> I was lucky that I had the producer. How did you come up with the name Zeppelin? Whenever anyone asks me this, I wish I had a better story, but <laughs> I was on Facebook and somebody had like posted a list of like 2019's top baby names for girls. And I didn't click on it. I could just see the, like, one of the top ones was Zeppelin. And it was spelt differently from Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's really cool. I really like that. Not only do I love the band, but I just thought it was a really, it was better than Rachel. And I've seen people call me Ray. But there's already a Ray, so I couldn't really mm. call myself Ray. So yeah, Zeppelin, that's where it came from. And I just liked it. I didn't like my old band's name. I really hated it. And it really affected me when we did shows. And I had to say, okay. we're like in gold. I'd be like, ugh. <laughs> so I had to make sure it was something that I looked like I really liked this time. <laughs> Are you producing on your own too? Or just co-producing? Yeah, okay. So I semi-produced... Um, well, not, I think that's probably a bit bold to say, but I, I would do the skeleton of the song and mm-hmm. do the production and then take it to my producer and he would replace sounds, put more in, because he's an expert, but more often than not, some of the stuff that I'd put in would stay in the, the mix. Mm-hmm. So you could say it was a co-production, but not only on a minor scale on my side, <laughs> but since then in lockdown, I've been learning a lot about production. I've got a lot of new plugins. Um, I've got my MIDI keyboard, you can't see it. <laughs> I've got my MIDI keyboard. <laughs> which I've been trying to get grips with. So yeah, I'm trying to get good at production and with the covers as well, you know, I've had to get good at doing Mm -hmm. vocal production and stuff like that. So it's been really interesting. Are you making everything, like the instruments, are you playing them or? So I'm okay at guitar. I played in the guitar for the Who cover, the Barbara O'Reilly cover. And it was Mm -hmm. actually one, it's not very good. I will songwrite on the guitar because it's, I think the guitar is the easiest thing to songwrite on. And then piano, I used to be good at the piano when I was younger. Now I use the MIDI keyboard and just sort of hope it works. And then I have a (laughs) button where it sort of does the chords for you. So it's it's not really cheating, but it certainly helps. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But do you have any musicians who you work with? Except a few producer. (laughs) Yeah, I've got, I've I've worked with a few producers now. I've just had one do a song that I want to release fairly soon. I got the mix back for that and it's really, really good. So I just got to do the vocals. So I've got him and he's, he's a musician, so he could probably help me with my live stuff. But I had shows planned and then lockdown happened. So oh. I was in the process of finding musicians 
And yeah. then because all this happened, it sort of put a halt on it. So I do have people that I can ask when it comes back. But for now, obviously, it's there's no point because no one's been shown. So I'll have to wait. The jury's out on that one. <laughs> do you already play live concerts or the Zeppelin or just with the other projects? Not with Zeppelin so far. Um, I had like obviously I had a radio show booked and I had a few um shows booked they got cancelled but with my old band we did loads of shows we did tons of shows it was really fun we did abbey road studios which was a massive highlight for me <laughs> yeah and we supported Paolo Latini, which was cool so it, i've had a lot of experience so it doesn't really phase me the live side that's the stuff i really love so i can't wait to do that i can't wait to do live shows. <laughs> how was the name again from your band it was ivy and gold <laughs> okay <laughs> but it sounds great kind of yeah I love the music. No, I, I listen back to it now and people say to me like, oh my God, they're still fans. Um, and I listen back and I do, I do love it. It was just a different era of my life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a warm up for your eyes? Yeah, I do the Brett Manning warm up. He's like an American guy. He's quite cheesy, but it's really good. Um, <laughs> and there's one that my producer sent me, but he didn't know. I went, so I went on tour with him because he's an artist as well. And he would do this vocal warm-up every night and I sort of memorized it so sometimes I do that it was sort of like one two three four five four three two one that sort of vibe okay <laughs> <But> better than that <laughs> did you or do you ha have singing lessons I haven't recently I obviously I went to the Saturday school so I had singing mm -hmm. lessons from a guy called Stuart people always say how are you so good at your falsetto voice and I tribute that to him because he really went in hard on the falsetto voice and teaching us about that. And I guess I, I listened and I learned. And then I had singing lessons from a guy called Richard, who's really, really good. But yeah, that, that was, no, the last singing lesson I had was probably three years ago. Okay. Yeah. I should probably have more, because you know, there's always room for improvement, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I read songs too, but I think for everybody, songwriting is different. How is your process of songwriting going? Generally, so I'm, I write lyrics all the time. Mm -hmm. I went for a walk this morning and I'm writing lyrics. So I, I yes. have a, so many notes full of lyrics that if something, if I think that something's hooky, I'll go to my computer, I'll open mm -hmm. my Pro Tools session and I'll, or I'll go on to Splice, which is sort of a big audio database mm -hmm. that has loads of examples. And I'll pick a key and if I find some chords that I feel fit well, I'll start playing them and then I'll try and sing the top line over it and see if it works and then sort of change it to see if it works and I do like to get other people involved because I do think that when you're doing it just on your own mm -hmm. you can get lost in it and it, it doesn't end up being the best it can be so it's good to get other people involved to say that's not good it should probably sound a bit more like this so yeah, yeah. I just do it on my own <laughs> if no one's about <laughs> but yeah generally I'll write the lyrics first sometimes producers send me something to sing on top of and if I really like it it will just flood out of me even if I don't have lyrics in front of me so there is uh, <laughs> what do you do I'm writing songs too and like almost like sometimes I can sleep and then I took my notebook or just a paper and then I start writing lyrics and I already have like <laughs> this. That's very organized. Yeah, I think I have some throwing, I don't know. <laughs> they are not all, so. Yeah, I've, I've loads of my phone there. and I've got a book over there. It's, it looks like something from Lord of the Rings, the book that I use to write on. <laughs> <laughs> Love it though, great. How did songwriting change during this time? I've probably done more of it just because you know, there's nothing else to do. 
Um, I, guess, I guess in general normal life there's lots of other things to be getting on with you yeah. know constantly coming up with visuals you know I have other jobs outside of music that I do um, so because I can't do them now in lockdown I have to focus on the songwriting and yeah I've just been doing more of it and then learning more about the tools to make it mm -hmm. sound better the pro tools the midi keyboard I'm trying to get better at guitar and stuff so I guess that's how it's changed in lockdown just being way more proactive what are your other jobs <laughs> I do modelling, which obviously sort of halted, and I do videography and photography. But that's how I film my stuff because I already have that skill. So I filmed the brother video mm -hmm. and the, the folded video in my bathroom, <laughs> and I do most of my own photography and stuff. So yeah, so that's what I do. I do modelling and photography outside of music, but music is but, my main. Thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and everything about like making art. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> and creative, really. if, if I'm not being creative, I'm sad. <laughs> get me doing paper entry, I'll get really sad. <laughs> Where do you want to go? What are your goals? My goals? Ooh, this is always a hard one because it's so hard to predict what's going to happen in the future. I would like it to carry on how it's going. It seems to be going well. I think I post, people seem to like. I think because I'm quite honest. And I don't cover a song unless I really like it and believe in it and if, if it resonates with me in that moment. So if I carry on doing that, hopefully in the future, you know, it'll just keep going up and up and up and up and I'll start you know, doing lots of shows, releasing more music. Um, I've already got a team involved. Um, obviously, they can't do anything right now because of mm -hmm. lockdown. So I'd be happy to see where that goes. Um, but yeah, it's difficult. I mean, I'd love to say, oh, I'm going to be a touring artist and have a number one. But you know, everybody probably <laughs> wants that. But whether yeah. or not it will happen. It's probably it's down to you and your ability as a songwriter and the tenacity you have to push through and make it happen. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is anything coming up? I know with this whole situation, like it's really like unstable, but what's coming up? New single, an EP, an album? <laughs> so I've got I have a single. So I've got I'm working mm -hmm. on the single, as I say, the producer that I've sent it to, he sent me a first draft and I really love it. It's different from everything else I've released. Much different. It's the You Won't Let Me Leave. There's a clip on it on my Instagram. People seem to okay. really like it. But it's that. So I'll be releasing that. And to be fair, I've just been writing loads of songs. Mm -hmm. And I've got loads of demos. So it's just finding the right producers. I've got enough songs to release an EP. So that would be nice. <laughs> it would be nice. And I have to come up with all the visuals for it. Because I do all the visuals myself. I'm quite self-sufficient. Mm -hmm. That's the short-term plan. It's just writing really good songs. Putting out really good content. And getting stuff ready for this single that I want to release. You know, thinking about what I want to do visually. But yeah, it's limited in lockdown because yeah. I can't do show. I, I think radio show, that might happen. They might rearrange that because mm -hmm. sort of lessening the rules. But anything else, <laughs> just wait and see. <laughs> At the end, I want to tell you that I love Brother. The entire song, the music video, everything. I literally had tears in my eyes when I watched the music oh. video and the lyrics because it's so emotional. And I think for me, I can relate to it. Maybe it was because of that too, because last year my brother and I lost a good friend who was like a brother to us. And when during listening to your song and the music video, I was like, oh, this is what I feel when I have a finger of him. And that's, yeah, I want to thank you for this song. That's why I wrote it. That means a lot to me actually, because yeah. I actually, obviously I wrote it and because it was about something so sensitive and so raw to me, it came <laughs> out and I never really changed anything that I wrote apart from the chorus my producer helped me with the a bit in the chorus as the world keeps turning I still feel the burn so he actually helped me with that line because mm -hmm. when you're in it and you're that emotional it's really difficult to think outwardly of a hook so he was yeah. helpful helpful with that but the verses and everything just came out of me and I was like I'm not changing them even if they're too obvious because I think <laughs> it's like 
resonate with people. And if yeah. it helps you, that's great because that's what I wanted. I wanted it to help people that have been through similar trauma to me and my yeah. family. But it's, it's nice to know that it it's helps. Help. <laughs> healing. Sometimes music can be healing, even if it's sad. Yes. So. Yes, music heals definitely. Like in the last days, I'm like really productive and really busy with my podcast and that stuff. And then with my first book, which will come out next month, it's really like I really like have to listen to music before I go to sleep because I have to calm down. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've got a friend, and he's just released a documentary that he did for his dissertation, and it's about how music affects your performance. Okay, so I have to send. Very interesting. So he's he's got a horse rider a painter and uh, a model slash fitness person and they're just sort of telling their story about how music helps them do their their job I guess so it's just exactly what you said you know without music yeah. you wouldn't be able to calm down and find that inner peace for you to finish yeah. what you're doing what's your book about my book is a love drama story it's really like <laughs> it's a breakup story <laughs> and then finding uh -huh. love Break <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> while writing these books i'm always listening to music i can write the phone listen to music i don't know it's just so silent <laughs> yeah you might like some of the ivy and gold stuff then because a lot of that's about that heartbreak stuff <laughs> no actually no the current stuff the current stuff <laughs> all right oh. that was beautiful <laughs> <laughs> thank you so i'm a waffler, I'm a waffler. okay me too <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Then thank you and bye. I wish you a lovely afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I thought you say evening. I was like, what's the time, Craig? <laughs> have a have a good afternoon to you. <laughs> bye. 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 Thank you. That was Zeppelin, and her new single will probably come out soon. When I'm talking about releasing stuff, my book. I talked quite a lot about in this episode. We'll come out soon too. Sunday I'm going to drop the date. And yeah. Also then it will be soon time for a new episode. The one of the legends. And I wish you a wonderful new week. My name is Bonnie Orison. And I'm happy to call myself the host of this phenomenal podcast. Bye. Bye.